0: I'm Michael Whitehouse, and this is the Writers' Republic podcast. Writers' Republic helps authors get their stories to the world by supporting them and publishing their own book their own way. On this show, we interview authors to share the story behind the story. Stick around after to learn how you can get their book and for information on how Writers' Republic can help you publish your own book. And now, let's learn the story. Welcome once again to the Writers' Republic podcast, where I interview some of the Best upcoming self-published authors around, including today's guest, J.D. Tuesday. J.D. Tuesday wrote this book, Pleasing Your Partners in Ways You Never Thought You Could, while obtaining her bachelor's degree. She wrote this book with visions of success in her future, and her hopes for this book is it brings a new light to women and their partners in their everyday life, as well as in the bedroom. Welcome to the show, J.D. Thank you for having me. Great. Um, yeah, so, so tell me more about your hopes for this book. What, what inspired you to write it?
1: Um, I wrote it when me and my partner kind of went through a um, dry spell. And I figured that a lot of couples do that. And um, I, my hopes for the book is just to inspire women and couples to, um, you know, really get back into their intimacy settings with each other and really find um, new ways to accomplish that.
0: Mm, Okay, Um, Yeah. So tell me more about, you know, how that happened and what's in the book that. So if you found this book when you were in that dry spell, how would it have helped you?
1: Um, There's different techniques and different ways, like tips and tricks that you can use with your partner to kind of um, reignite that intimacy. And um, there's like um, different avenues people can take. Um, And I talk about my own. Um, dry spells with my partner in the book um, as well so maybe people can learn from um, my quote-unquote mistakes and mm-hmm. you know maybe they can learn see that it's not abnormal to have dry spells and I think that um, people can see that it's normal to have um, the feelings that I talk about in the book and um, different ways to fix that and So I just, I'm excited for people to read it because I really think it could be helpful to couples and, um, it can really, um, inspire people to kind of reach into avenues that maybe they haven't had the chance to reach into, or maybe they've forgotten about, Mm -hmm. um, you know, because once you're in a relationship for longer than two years, you have to really try to keep the relationship alive and try new ways to do that. So with this book, hopefully they can.
0: Yep. Uh Um, Yes. So this book, I'll talk about sort of like getting that confidence in yourself and carrying yes. that into your relationship. Talk a little bit about that.
1: Yes. So um, as women, we kind of struggle, um, mm-hmm. I think, a lot with intimacy um, just because um, our confidence sometimes can waver. And, um, you know, even me myself, I've had um, challenges with confidence. And, you know, it's really a mental thing for women as well as, um, you know, intimate um, and physical. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this book can really help women kind of see theirself in a new light and it can kind of um, help women to reach that confidence level or get that confidence level back that they might have, um, they might not have in their life anymore.
0: Yep. Yeah. So, so what is some advice you might have for someone who's in that, in that placement? They're not feeling that confidence that's reflecting into their relationship. Which is affecting their intimacy with their partner, which would, of course, affect their confidence, which would affect their relationship, which would affect the intimacy. Um, you know, If you were to run into, if you were to, you know, be talking to someone in that situation, what would your advice to them be?
1: I would just say really look into yourself and really figure out what makes you feel good as a woman. Mm-hmm. And you know, um, I use a lot of positive affirmations in my life, um, and it's repetitive. You know, it can't be just wake up one day and do that for one day and then Mm -hmm. never do it again. It's, um, you know, finding what makes you happy, whether it's self-care like massages or, you Mm -hmm. know, um, hair days and make yourself look good and feel good on the inside. And, you know, you can do that by positive affirmations, you know, getting back into the gym if you've stopped doing that, Mm -hmm. Um, running maybe um, even some hobbies like painting or listening to really, good, positive music that just uplifts you and makes Mm. you happy and, you know, um, just finding different ways and every woman's different. So it's going to be different for each person, but um, just figure out what makes you happy, what makes you shine and glow the most and do that every day and try to be your own inspiration.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's also very powerful to accept that, that you need that. Mm-hmm. Not be yes. you know not be ashamed about like oh, I'm so needy, but actually mm-hmm. you know, people yeah. have needs and it's reasonable to take them. Um. So, so you talk in the book about uh, you know pleasing your partner, trying new things. Talk a little bit about how you might spice back up a relationship that has is two years, five years, ten years in, and it's kind of become uh, a bit ho hum
1: okay um so then in the book i talk about like different um positions that you can try and Mm -hmm. different ways to spice those up as well as um introducing like music and like different toys and lingerie into the bedroom and you know um the first chapter um is called uh dick massaging (laughs) and um Mm -hmm. so i mean in that technique you can kind of um you know, it's not just spicy things in the book. So you can figure out what your partner likes and communication is a big part of that. Mm. um, Just ask what your partner likes or what your partner might want to see or, you know, express to them what you would like and what you want to see in the bedroom. And, you know, kind of go from there because like I said, every woman's different as well as every couple is different and your couple dynamic is going to be different as well. So, Um, figure out what works best for you and your partner and, you know, step out of your comfort zone a little bit and try different things and different avenues and, um, you know, just kind of explore. It's all about exploring and self-expression and, you know, Mm -hmm. figure out what you
0: like. Yep. Yeah. So you mentioned, uh, communication, which is of course crucial, but I know for a lot of Mm -hmm. couples and, and I imagine probably a lot of women specifically, but I'm sure a lot of men have this challenge. You know, communicating about these risque topics that that they've been told, you know, Mm -hmm. we don't talk about that. That's that's inappropriate. That's dirty. Um, Right. You know, how, how do you how do you help people to overcome that that discomfort that they've been taught around talking explicitly about what they like, what they want to do, what they might desire?
1: Um. It is uncomfortable at first, and I completely understand that because, you know, um, I grew up strictly Christians, uh, Southern Baptist, and sex was not like, especially before marriage was not a thing. Mm -hmm. And um, so I've just kind of grew out of the awkwardness by basically transforming my mindset into thinking, you know, why is this awkward, though? why is this such a risque topic? Why can't we make this into something that isn't as awkward? And that's how I try to talk to my reader in the book is Mm -hmm. basically friend to friend and letting you know that, you know, it's okay. It's normal to talk about this, especially with your partner, because if um, you're with your partner and they don't know what you like, then how are you supposed to express that? You know, if you don't talk about it and, um, you know, just do your research, research things that you might not know. Um, you know, I mean, read the full book and, uh, (laughs) it'll, it'll, um, you know, help you with your research. But, um, I just think that it's so important to just discuss these topics because the more you talk about them, the less, um, you know, embarrassing they're going to be.
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah and, and it's interesting you know you talk about your christian background a lot of people it's it's taboo we don't talk about that but you know even the bible the bible talks about sex pretty extensively and in pretty graphic yes. detail in the, in certain books um and yes. it also there's parts that explicitly say that that husbands and wives should have good relations in exactly yes. what you're recommending so there's nothing nothing mm-hmm. anti-religious about this this concept um so so you know and And I'm I'm sure some of it also comes down to a lack of confidence. We touched on a little bit, but especially like body image confidence and that sort of Mm -hmm. thing um, that, again, this is probably, this does affect men to some degree, but women Mm -hmm. to a more pronounced degree, you know, lack of confidence in, in how you look and, you know, those physical attributes, Um, you know, what's your recommendation for, for people who might be feeling that lack of confidence uh, in themselves when dealing with their partners?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Like I mentioned before, um, positive affirmations really help, but as well as really taking yourself and facing yourself in the mirror and, you know, pointing out the good stuff that you do Mm. like first off. And then, you know, I mean, you can always work on the negative as well, like as long as you see it in a more positive light Mm -hmm. and just try to focus on the good and try to not. Get in your own way because we're our own worst critics. You know, when we're looking in the mirror, we're seeing all the negative stuff, like especially women with all the, you know, we carry, uh, we deposit fat in different areas of our body, mm-hmm. you know, that most men don't. And it's hard to get over, especially if you have like postpartum depression and you're, you know, had a baby recently or you've gained some weight or anything like that. Um, But try to not focus so much on the bad and see yourself in a more kinder light, you know, and give yourself that grace because we all really need that. And if you're not going to give yourself the grace, you know, who is so give yourself grace and Mm -hmm. always try to see yourself in a more positive light, because really, um, when you start seeing yourself in that more positive light, then other people will as well. Absolutely. And um, that's just so important for women to build their confidence up. Is you got to see yourself the way that you want others to see you, and then they'll start to see you that way.
0: Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And and and, and, and as a man, one thing I'm going to say there too is to accept compliments when given.
1: Yes. Yes. I my wife all the time. Simple-
0: Yeah. I'll tell her she looks great, and she'll be like, "Yeah, no, I don't." And I'm like, "Don't argue with me."
1: Right. You know? Right. It just takes a simple thank you and just accept it. And, you know, then you go to the mirror and you say, you do look great today, yeah. you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of the challenges, though. And and I don't know if that's something in, in the way women are raised, like, to to be modest and to deflect compliments. But, you know, people are trying to tell you you look good all the time. And they're right. like, no, 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 not me. No, no. Right. You know, it's like, it's, it's what an affirmation is, but someone else is saying it.
1: Right. Right. Accept it. And continue to accept it. And just, you know, um. Focus on that for the rest of the day. Like, it makes my day when people compliment me. So I just mm-hmm. try to focus on that. And, you know, when you hear it a lot or hear it more often than none, just start accepting it. And that way you'll start thinking it to your own self.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's a crucial thing is to learn how to accept those compliments and, and embrace them. You know, not, not build your ego. I and be like, oh, I'm so beautiful because everyone tells me. But, but right. you know, to be willing to, to <laughs> receive right. that. Right. Um, and, and so we talked about about communication but you know we're talking about intimate things obviously consent is always a, a crucial topic talk a little about how consent yes. plays into a, a long-term relationship
1: okay so um consent is still important even after a long relationship because you know kissing doesn't mean that you want to necessarily go to the next step always you know mm-hmm. um and i think for men men think that just like touching us in certain ways or um, giving us a compliment is sometimes a okay to, Oh yeah, she wants to do that tonight. Mm-hmm. But when really sometimes, you know, it's a lot of mental for women rather than just physical by itself. So, um, you know, we really have to um, be in the physical and mental mindset of intimacy. Mm-hmm. And um, so consent plays a big role in that because um, you know, it's just, You have to consent to your partner always, even, even with men too. A lot of men don't think that they have to really consent, but it's a, you know, back and forth kind of thing where um, you have to let your partner know that it's okay or that you like this or you don't like this. And Mm -hmm. you can always say no or stop um, whatever is uncomfortable for you. And I think that it's important to speak up, you know, in my last chapter of my book, Um, I talk about consent and how one time I didn't speak up and um, he had my consent, but um, in the middle of it, my mindset wasn't necessarily in the moment. So at that point in time, I didn't have my own consent and I I really didn't want to continue. But, you know, growing up, you're like, oh, well, they just do what they need to do and it's done and, you know, try to let them finish. But (laughs) really, it's really up to the woman and, Yep. you know her partner and what you want to do so consent is always important and you can always stop it at any time and it's okay and mm-hmm. that's normal and yeah. you know you can always start again later but
0: yeah so. well, and you also mentioned a crucial thing about uh, men and consent which i think a lot of people think mm-hmm. about that that a lot of men you know maybe they're not they're not feeling it but but it's like but right. well man i must always want it so how right. can i possibly say no without insulting her Uh, You know, I I don't want to insult her, but I'm really not feeling it today that that all people sometimes want to sometimes don't want to. And Mm -hmm. it's okay at any time to consent or not.
1: Right. Because men get tired, too, you know, and um, sometimes they're just not in the mood for it, which, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of taboo because you think men are always ready. But really, then the fact is men get tired just as women do. And we really have to just understand that and just listen to our partners and listen to each other. And, you know, when the moment's right, we'll know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's great. Uh, Yeah. And and the communication, which we've touched on a a number of times is, is crucial in so many, you know, so many ways. Um, So, you know, this sounds like a very, very important book and sounds like a lot of people can really benefit from it because this, you know, even our more, you know, our, our modern, more, Open times, I think a lot of people still in their in their their personal relationships aren't communicating as well as they could be for all kinds of reasons. Yes. And this mm-hmm. is and the great thing about the book is you know they don't have to if they're if they're awkward about it, nobody has to you know know you're reading the book. You can read it in, the, in privacy yeah. in your own room. You don't have to talk to anyone. Yeah. Well, once you've read the book, you need to talk to somebody. But yeah. uh, you know you can learn this stuff without having to you know get on a call with someone or anything uh-huh. like that. Um, do you do you have any? Is there anything I didn't ask that you'd like to touch on before before I let you go?
1: No, I think we covered a lot of stuff. So I really appreciate the interview and your time. And thank you so much.
0: All right. Well, thank you. So the book is Pleasing Your Partner in Ways You Never Thought You Could by JD Tuesday. And that's Tuesday with an E on the end. Uh, and you yes. can find that, of course, on Amazon and at WritersRepublic.com or any place else you find books, potentially. So thank you so much, J.D. Thank you. This has been the Writers' Republic podcast. To learn more about Writers' Republic and to find the books we talk about on the show, visit writersrepublic.com. If you like this interview, be sure to follow or subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. If you really liked it, why not share it with a friend? I'm your host, Michael Whitehouse. You can find out more about me at michaelwhitehouse.coach. Thank you for listening, and join us next time for another great interview with a fantastic Writers' Republic author.